Well, Jeff was uh, going to quote this, the verse, and they were quicker on the draw than he was. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave. Someone has said, and I think correctly, that you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to redeem us, his creation, his special creation that he loved and that we'd fallen so far from obeying and from that fellowship with him. And he gave his son to redeem us back to him so that we could have that relationship that was lost. In fact, Romans chapter 5, verse 8, makes it very clear that God's way of proving to us or of demonstrating to us his love for us was through the gift of his son, his son's birth and his crucifixion and resurrection. That's how God demonstrated his love toward us. It's how much he really loves us. He says, look at the cross, look at the manger, look at the empty grave. So the first Christmas present that we know of wasn't the gifts of the wise men or the magi. It wasn't the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh. It was God's gift. It was Christ given to redeem us back to himself. And if you're looking for a gift that keeps on giving, it's God's gift. I think as scripture tells us in Romans 8, verse 31 and 32, this words. It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him or with Christ graciously give us all things? You see, in this gift of Christ, in God's gift to, to the world, in God's gift to us, he has wrapped up so many gifts, everything. Things like eternal life, the verse that we quoted, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 6, 23 makes it very clear. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So the gift of Christ, through him, we have eternal life. Not only do we have eternal life, if we have all things, there's so much more that we have. John chapter 14, verse 27, listen to what Jesus told his disciples. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So we have Peace through Jesus Christ. Now, there's not only that. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 tells us that therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's this peace that we have through God, uh, with God through Christ that enables us and allows us to have peace within ourselves. You'll never be at peace in here till you're at peace with him. And that only comes through Jesus Christ. 
this Christmas, there's uh, a lot of things happening all around the world, and we could talk about that. There's, there's people that have been searching for peace and looking for peace, and the answer we know as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ is that the only real lasting peace is peace that's found through Christ with God and with ourselves. Matter of fact, it's kind of, uh, I, I call it the, the big three that's kind of wrapped up in one gift. Second John chapter one, verse three, look at this. It says, grace, mercy, and peace will be with you from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Eternal life, grace, mercy, peace. What else? John 15, look in verse 11. These things I've spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Wow. Through Christ, eternal life. Through Christ, peace. Through Christ, grace, mercy, joy. And we could continue on. If you just take a brief look at gifts in Scripture and giving, you'll see that he's given us the kingdom. He's given us so many things our Father has through his Son, Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, it's so overwhelming that one of the great authors Writers of Scripture, Paul, who wrote a lot of the New Testament. Paul, looking at Jesus and all that God had done and brought through Jesus Christ, looking at him, he kind of described it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15. He says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Now think about this. Paul, a man of words. Paul, a man of letters. And Paul, as he considered Jesus Christ, he says, I can't describe him. You're kidding me, Paul. You wrote the book of Romans, this great theological thesis. You've, you've written these letters of, 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 of freedom, these letters of, 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 of all that you've done to the churches, and you can't describe words fail you? Paul said, when I look at him, when I see him, what I consider him, all I can do is fall on my knees and thank God for his indescribable gift. That's worship. That's adoration. That's Christmas. That's God's gift to man through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. I trust you've received that gift and are enjoying the gifts that come from that gift, grace, mercy, peace, eternal life, joy, and so much more. If you haven't, be no better day than on this day we celebrate his birth to say, Lord, all my life, I've talked about you, I've heard about you, we've been some of the carols, but today, I wanna make it a reality and ask you to come into my heart. Today, Jeff was saying to the children, that's why he came, is so that we could have life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, if Paul in the, in the grace and the mercy and the gifts that you gave him in writing, as you instructed him, and as he considered your son Jesus, and he said, I, I, words fail me. I can't describe him. He's indescribable. It's unspeakable of all Jesus is then truly I understand 
how one writer would say, taste and see that the Lord is good. This morning, Father, may our worship of you on this day that we've set aside to celebrate the birth of your son be pleasing. But Lord, most of all, may it be pleasing because it comes from hearts and lives that are submitted to you. In whose hearts and lives you live through your Holy Spirit. And Father, if there are those here this morning that's never trusted you as Lord and Savior, it doesn't matter if they're 109 or if they're nine. It doesn't matter the age. You're just looking for willing hearts and willing hands. Father, I remember last night how our three-year-old couldn't wait to tear into the gifts. As a matter of fact, she helped me open my gifts because she was so anxious to just get inside. Father, this morning, with willing hands, anyone here that has never trusted you and with a willing heart right now, with your heads bowed and eyes closed, this may be you this morning. This may be you, and you may have just innocently came here to just be a part of a Christmas service or celebration. But the truth of the message of Christmas is a truth that sets men free. It's the gospel, the good news to all the world. God loves you so much. He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever, and that means you, would believe in Him should not perish but have eternal life. Would you say, Lord, come into my heart this Christmas day. I receive your gift as my personal Lord and Savior. In Christ I pray. Amen.